Hello, I'm Bishop Shane Parker, and this is ADU on the Move for October 17th, 2020. It is my pleasure as the Bishop of Ottawa to travel from place to place, connecting with people and connecting people with one another across our beautiful diocese. On a day-to-day basis, I work with a talented group of people whom we know as the senior staff. I spoke recently with Sanjay Grover, who is our Director of Financial Ministry, about his life's journey and how it led him to Ottawa and working with us. Sanjay, we were talking some time ago, and apart from your expertise as an accountant and as our director of financial ministry, I was really struck by the number of places you have lived in and worked in 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 your career, but also in your lifetime. Tell us a bit more about some of your journeys and sojourns in different parts of Canada and the world, Sanjay. I'm a, a migrant. My family, including myself, migrated to Montreal, out of all places, in the early 80s. And I stayed in Montreal and went through the... It was right after my high school. So I went through the CJP stream in, in Quebec and my university education at both McGill and Concordia in early 1991. Um, because of the, my language, I didn't speak French, so it would be difficult, mm-hmm. so I had to move. And I moved to the Toronto area. I uh, worked there for a few years, trying to find an articling position with a, with a CPA firm. As you might recall, in the early 90s, the economy was pretty... Not, not a good time to be Not a good time work, to be looking no. for a job. <laughs> and especially in a specific, because yes, I needed to yes. do my articling. So I ended up uh, working there as, as an accountant in one of the mm-hmm. electronic, electronic exchanges, and then wasn't happy with it, and got lucky and found a, an articling position up north in Timmins, Ontario, which took me up north, or, or what they call the nor- nor- north, but to me it's not that <laughs> real north, but... A long way from India. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Montreal for that matter. It's, it's, it's uh, you know, northern Ontario, and mining industries, and it was on, on a downturn at that time, so things were not very good. Mm-hmm. But I did my articling there and got exposed to a different industry, mining in pulp and paper, which I had never worked mm-hmm. in. So doing audits in, in that environment, and also about half of our business came from Aboriginal audits and First Nations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I ended up spending a fair bit of time in the, in the James Bay area, Moosini, Moose Factory, mm-hmm. um, visiting there a few times and working on, on and these are, these are federally mandated audits. Yes. And there's a strict time frame for those. So you would have met a lot of Anglicans who are Cree. Yeah, yeah, yeah up there. And also got exposed to the culture and also the issues that, for me as a, as a young person, and a recent immigrant, so I now really got to see that side of our country. Mm-hmm. Wasn't on the citizenship exam. No, it was not. It was quite tough at what the living conditions for some of the people mm-hmm. who were some were doing very well, the others who were having a very hard time. Food and water and yeah. no fresh fruits and vegetables and stuff. Legacy of the Indian Act. Yeah. And that was I think an eye opener for mm-hmm. me. But I think my time in Timmins and obviously was a great learning experience, both at a professional level and at a personal level. Mm-hmm. At that stage, I got my designation and stayed an extra year up north. But then I think 
limitation in, 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 in career movement. It was a small firm, so it brought me back down to GTA area. After Sanjay moved to the greater Toronto area, he worked for a while in Kitchener-Waterloo, where, among other things, he married his Russian-educated wife, who was a physician, and eventually worked for a real estate development company, which allowed him to travel across North America. In due course, they settled in Atlanta, Georgia, where life took on a very different tone. Living there for three years, we had some good memories, some good friends, good experiences, but also there were some negatives, which I didn't anticipate, primarily the race issue. And then September 11th came along, and things just changed. Brown color, you know, scan, uh, mm-hmm. people look at you differently after that yes. happened, and, and even within my own office. You can uh, feel the racializing happening. Yes, and I, I was a senior member of the group there, but, you know, moment you started speaking, you had to keep your mouth shut, because, mm-hmm. and say, so, okay, this is no environment to be living so we decided okay it's time to move back back home and again no kids and just two of us and you know my wife actually went online one night and said like, oh I, I think i found a job for you and this was in uh nunavut, in nunavut. <laughs> <laughs> from atlanta <laughs> so we um as far from atlanta as you could get exactly <laughs> we will pick up on sanjay's adventure in nunavut at the end of the episode For now, I'd like to turn to an interview I had with Archdeacon Catherine Otley, sitting in the Garden of St. James Cathedral in Toronto a few weeks ago. Catherine, tell folks about the really, really inspiring project that's happening at Christchurch Bells Corners. Well, at Christchurch Bells Corners, we are in the middle of a very exciting affordable housing project. Our diocese and our parish have formed a partnership to create 35 units of affordable housing, many of them accessible. The units will go toward women who are transitioning uh, from shelter back into society again. They will also be for people who are on the housing list who have been waiting some uh, eight to 10 years to find clean, safe, affordable housing. And some will be below the average rate so they will be affordable in that way and available to other people people who, who need affordable housing in the Bells Corners area so in addition to those housing units we will also have tenants in the first story the Western Ottawa Community Resource Center which is a wonderful community hub that offers services that range from foot care uh, transportation to medical services family support all types of community support and also our local food bank it's called FAMSAC and it um, provides food for people who are in need throughout the area either delivered to their homes or where they can come in and shop and choose items that they need those two tenants will use uh, together a commercial kitchen where they will both be preparing food for Meals on Wheels but also teaching perhaps new refugees or people in the community who can cook in a healthy way with the food that they have from the food bank. So this is a real community that you're creating here in a sense, isn't it? it? Absolutely. It's a community hub. Yeah. And it's so exciting. We're also hoping perhaps to add uh, a community garden and um, the parish itself wishes to have, you know, good, healthy relationships that will 
respect the dignity of mm -hmm. every human being and live out our baptismal ministry. How many partners are involved in this, in this development? The main two partners are our diocese and our parish, uh, but we are also partners, partnering with Cornerstone Housing for Women. They are our housing partner. Uh, we're very excited about that. Some of the problems with affordable housing in the Ottawa area can be with an overburdened housing partner. And so this is a first step for us and it's really exciting that Cornerstone will be managing the housing aspect of the project for us. Of course, we are partnering with the Western Ottawa Community Resource Centre and the Food Cupboard as well. It, yeah, it's just very exciting. And is there excitement in the parish about this? Huge excitement. Bishop, you might think, and many people were surprised that the project kept going throughout the pandemic, but in fact, people are more generous right now mm -hmm. than they have ever been, both in our parish and in our communities. And so we have found, and I know you have in the other community ministries, that people are, they want to give and they want to help. And our mission has not been forgotten. Yes, we are trying to make sure that our churches are safe, but that has not stopped our mission. And so there's great excitement. The building is going to be on the grounds of the church. Uh, where we presently have our rectory, and I, I didn't mention that, but it is now rented by the Western Ottawa Community Resource Centre for office space. And so they left in the, at the end of August. Presently, asbestos abatement is taking place in the rectory, and it will be demolished in early to late October. So you're going to see signs of this happening in a Absolutely. physical way. Well, thank you, Catherine, for your enthusiasm and your strong and positive leadership to this project. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Bishop. pick up on the final part of Sanjay Grover's story, learning about his experiences in Nunavut and how he came to leave there for the South, eventually ending up as our Director of Financial Ministry here in the Diocese of Ottawa. So at the first point of your career, you, you developed some sensitivity to um, First Nations issues, and obviously in the Kaluit, uh, some of the issues and concerns of Inuit uh, were evident to you as well. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. I, I actually uh, went up uh, as a manager in, in, uh, in uh, financial reporting and a couple of years later I was a director but I moved to, 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 uh, to three different directors positions within the Department of Finance mm -hmm. and I think uh, you saw the different files because I was in, in you know budgeting side and financial reporting side um, in the Department of Finance so every department's budget went through us whether it's the health or, well, key, key is the health and the education ones that were the key files. Yes. And you saw their budgets and, you know, how expensive it was to, yes. you know, um, manage. Um, you know, it's yes. just, just there's no no um, specialist up north. Yeah. If you need to go see a specialist, either you wait, you know, three to four months at least. Yes. Or if it's urgent, you get you get uh, flown or medevac down to Ottawa. Often to Ottawa, yes. Yeah, right. and, and a, a flight to Ottawa at yeah, that time was about $1,500. Yes. We know from our ministry uh, through St. Margaret's Church in Vanier that there's a very large uh, population of Inuit here in Ottawa. Uh, yeah. Many are here temporarily, as you say, but of course uh, many live, live here permanently now. Yeah. 
it really underlines the importance of our ministry with uh, Inuit exactly. St. Margaret. So exactly. something I hope we'll pay a lot more attention to and develop. In agreed, the agreed, to completely yeah. agreed. We left you know, what, uh, after a lot of deliberation. I mean, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was not a quick decision because that was home. Yes, for the kids that yes. were both born there, that was home and uh, the time had come. And then you worked for a time in Ottawa before uh, accepting a position here. Yes, I, I, was, I, I was working, you know, in, in, in the private sector, mm -hmm. uh, IT uh, side of things, uh, and, and one of the federal agencies, but actually two positions before mm -hmm. uh, joining the diocese about four and a half years ago. Yeah. Well, Sanjay, I'm so glad that uh, you did join our diocese, and I'm always grateful for your wisdom and for your experience, uh, your many experiences, uh, and for what you've told us today. Those experiences are informed by exposure to, to a lot of things across our country and beyond. Like your, your experience and your travels over the years, a lot of diversity within, within our diocese. Exactly. And, and exactly. you're well-suited to uh, help lead us through that. Exactly. So, and hopefully, we, you know, we, with the current environment we are in, uh, we can, we can, uh, uh, you know, get over, get through this and get over it, uh, and, and uh, start to travel again. We'll get through it together, Sanjay. <laughs> exactly. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. And that concludes episode three of season two. Idio on the Move is a production of the Anglican Diocese of Ottawa, with sound editing by Nicholas Piper, art music by Gordon Johnson and production assistance by Heidi Fawcett. May the gentle peace of Christ be with you and those you love on earth and in heaven. God bless and talk soon.